When COVID-19 hit, we were all trying to grasp some way to make sense of all the chaos around us. We read articles, watched videos about it, and kept refreshing our news feeds like crazy. During that time, we also tried to find a way to bind together and connect just as humans, since the virus had turned our world upside down overnight. And then... Imagine all the people! I hope someday you'll join us. The Imagine video hit the internet and a righteous fury erupted on every platform as we all came to realize that celebrities had become completely tone deaf. Okay, welcome back to Hot Takes. This is Jen. And I'm V. And we're back again. <laughs> From the very, very small hiatus we took. Um, yeah. Emotional exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> Caused by this podcast. We needed to take a break. We went to... We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> we just stayed in our homes. As usual. And took a break from this podcast. We're back. Better than ever. <laughs> Doing better. We got doctor's notes clearing us now. Uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, hopefully we're back for a while to the end of this first season um yeah we've been doing i would say pretty good <laughs> since since last time since the last yeah since the last time it's All been right. like about two weeks right yeah it's been a good two weeks what was what was the thing that brought you joy this week jen this week what has brought me joy hmm I didn't think about this this time. I should have written it down. <laughs> oh my no, god, I do know. Speak it out I know what heart. brings me joy this week. Okay. Um. Well, last week too, but um, it's Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore. Oh. Have you listened to it? I haven't. It's, I know it came out recently. Yeah. It's. I'm. I'm actually kind of impressed. Uh the album and her her talents (laughs) um yeah she has a feature on there with a with bon iver bonnie bonnie ver bonnie how do you say his name bonnie ver bon iver i for a long time (laughs) don't say bon iver i said (laughs) for a long time i used to say that i no longer do i think it's bon iver thank you very much wow you see how hardcore she judged me okay (laughs) i used to say that before I knew that it's me too though me too other. I think at the big be- at so, the beginning and then one of my friends corrected me and she was like it's Bonifer and I was like geez okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bonner Bonnaroo <laughs> wait is that, the, is that the festival wait that, is that how you say it though? I think it no. is Bonnaroo I used to think it was like Bonaro it was like so weird <laughs> I don't even know it was just a weird it's such a strange name it's such a long word and I was just like I don't understand everything else is like everything else is like Sasquatch so that I understand it's just like I can't yeah because that's much Sasquatch possible and like you know and I think it's in Washington yeah then, yeah um I've only known one person that ever went to Bonaro too so to be fair why would I know it exactly <laughs> but yeah she has a feature on there with Bonavere and I really like his music I really like that feature um, I know in her last album, Lover, she had that one feature with Brandon Yuri, I think that's his name. And it was terrible. Oh, terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about it. It was so bad. Everyone was like, it this could have been so good for some reason. It's like did it not work. It's like pop. It was weird. It was so like ugh. It's like that song with Beyonce and Shakira that should have been amazing but ended up being super terrible and everyone was just like let's never talk about this ever again and not play it on the radio and never talk about it and just like bury it under whatever because it was like it could have been so great but it sounded like literally like oh oh my gosh I remember it it's like that yeah yeah <laughs> but this album was actually really good um it it still isn't better than 1998 1989 or um lover Definitely not, but it's in my top three of her albums. Wow. It's good. You should listen to it. It's very, like, folksy, very mellow, very, um, just, like, acoustic-y. Where does Reputation land for you, out of curiosity? What's what? Where does Reputation as an album land I for forgot you, that was even curiosity. an album, now that you said it. <laughs> Dude, me too. Someone said it recently, and I was like, isn't that an Ariana Grande album? I literally forgot about the album. I put it to some other artist because I, I yeah. just didn't remember it at all for some reason. I don't know why I erased it from my memory, but not enough to forget the album. I just didn't even know that that was, like, a thing. I guess that was, like, a phase, but I don't feel like it was 
a long-lasting phase of her career, so I just don't remember it, but <laughs> I was reminded of it yesterday, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really acknowledge that album. That like, it was, a t- it was a terrible album. Her One of her singles is kind of catchy. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's, it's a good yeah. album. You should listen to it. And let me know what you think, but that's what brought me joy this week. Yeah, some Sweet. more music. What about you? Um, first of all, I would just say, just speaking on music, I am looking forward so highly to Black is King on Friday. I'm literally going to listen to it so fast. Wait, is that, is and that I can't an album? Wait. Or is that a... Well, it's Beyonce's visual okay. album that's going to premiere on Disney+, Plus. but then there's also an album, kind of like Lemonade mm-hmm. was like a visual album. By the way, like, Lemonade, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> This is a public service announcement. This is a lemonade stand. <laughs> lemonade. If you have it, <laughs> I, I am not really a person to like buy digital copies of things. So I'm just like, why would I do that? Mm. But I bought lemonade so fast, and I was a broke college student when it came <laughs> out. And I used to have it just like downloaded onto um, my like computer hard drive and like my laptop, and I would show it to people that hadn't seen it yet because i was like her personal puzzle <laughs> like you need to like have you seen this yet okay let's sit down because you need to watch like i was like showing it to people that like went to my apartment like, if you went to my apartment during that time period you would have to see at least two if not three songs or three different visual elements to that limited album because it was so good but um limited is like one of my favorite things like i think it's one of my favorite pieces of art actually that sounds crazy to say but like it came out in such a huge way in my life and um it was just such a big deal to me and I'd never seen an album like that before, mm-hmm. like visualized like that and with like all of these amazing like black creators who helped like be part of the album and like, you know, War Sanchier and like my sister loves her poetry, talking about poetry for so many years and like seeing it all come together was like a very huge part of like I don't know like my life and so I'm just looking forward to Black is King because I know it hasn't come out yet obviously it hasn't come out as of this recording but I'm looking forward to it so highly and I'm literally like it is like I'm more excited about this than I am about any movie coming out this year which is kind of crazy but like that's the truth and that's the tea (laughs) Uh, but what's made me really happy this week is I have a bullet journal and I try to put posters up for every single month that um I turn to just so I can have something differentiating the months but also so I can like be reminded of like my favorite movies basically so I just have a movie poster for every month um and recently I got into I was trying to find posters that were only black and white because right now my um the printer that I use is only doing black and white unfortunately and there's no color anymore which kind of sucks and I ended up being like, oh, I want to do this. I don't want to just do posters from the 50s. I want to do, like, current day posters that are also black and white. And I found out there's a whole community for alternative posters or, like, alternative movie posters for films. People just, like, make on their own out of the concept art of a film. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool, honestly. And, like, if I still was into graphic design and I was still into, like, I don't know, artistry <laughs> <laughs> and being an artist and, like, a visual artist in that way, I would say, I would make a thousand of these because i think it's just so interesting to like take the concept art of like basically like um any film and then just make it in black and white and like pen and ink it's just like it's a beautiful practice and it's like so interesting and original and it just i don't know like i've just fallen in love with it and so i have one for this month and it's um it's actually an original though but because i just found the one that i really loved but it's fritz long's metropolis and i love it so much because metropolis is one of my favorite movies of all time and i had a poster in my in my home that um back in the midwest that is of like it's a huge poster of uh well if you guys watch the movie and if you haven't the robot (laughs) and in that movie and i as a kid i used to scare me so much because it was so scary and then i watched it when i was like 12 or 13 and then i ended up going and doing an entire course just on fritz long's work uh and i love him i love his work and so i decided to do that poster and it was a really cool look at the posters and like i don't know it sounds like a very like it wasn't like a super you know high intensity chore to do but it was like really fun for me to like take some time out of my day to like look at all the sort of posters and then pick the one that i wanted to do for the month and it was just a very fun day that i had when i was like able to like dive into that rabbit hole so mm-hmm. yeah that sounds like fun ready to start talking about our topic of the week yeah um before that 
Do you have any amended oh, yeah. notes from last the last episode? No, I don't know. I think that was it was an opinion based. I don't. We didn't really. Have I mean, they're all opinions in there. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But I feel like with with well, that's true. But I I think that sometimes it can be like, oh, well, there's a new article about this that came out, and I guess people aren't really talking about Vine that much right now. So there's not really any new articles or new information about Vine that we don't know. You know, I guess that was maybe not available last week. So I don't really have anything that's like I just read or that is new about it. Other than like, I know now that um. People are getting worried about about specifically like video, I guess short form video content, just because obviously right now uh, Donald Trump is threatening to take TikTok and ban it, I guess, and which I think is interesting because of the whole also Kellyanne Conway's daughter thing. But <laughs> I think, by the way, like what a legend. Um, I think it's kind of interesting, and so now people I know that are like talking more about like, I don't know. I guess, like, could this be a way for American-based social media companies to, like, get ahead in a weird way? Like, I don't know. Like, I know that's, like, kind of being talked about now. And I think it's interesting to think about, well, if TikTok gets taken away, people, will people then go to Byte? Maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> like, maybe um, that's going to be it. I read this article recently about some famous TikTokers moving on to this new um, app. I think it's called Triller. I I may be wrong because I skimmed the article very quickly, but I think they're moving on to that because they're kind of like, what's next? You know, again, it goes back to that. We can't depend on one platform because this is like our income. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting to like see what's going on with all of that. I do have one amended note. Okay. In the last episode, I don't know why, when I said hello, or like when I said, this is Jen, I sounded so dead. Like, it sounded like I didn't want to be there. <laughs> I think that is so funny to me. <laughs> and like, I I don't know why my, my hello came out like that. And like, why I was so monotone and just sounded so bothered. But I wasn't. <laughs> just, and I'm just so awkward. <laughs> she wants to be here, you guys. She just doesn't sound like <laughs> I Yeah, that's that's my only note. <laughs> That's really funny because I didn't even notice that. I guess maybe I wasn't really like listening for your tonage. I don't know. I guess it didn't strike me, but it's an important note to make so the listeners know that I am not holding you here at gunpoint over Skype, <laughs> telling you you better you better keep recording this podcast or else I'm going to drive over to the neighborhood that I know that you live in and just stalk your corner in a mask to confront you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, okay interesting <laughs> but hey it's your note to give um but yeah i guess sorry my only my only and then i guess yeah is the whole idea of like bite and like before i was always talking about how i'm like oh well because vine is not as relevant anymore people aren't really talking about it i mean people are talking about it and that they miss it but it's not like a near or person that can be corrected i didn't really think that it was like a huge topic of conversation but obviously now that everything's happening with tiktok and the platform it kind of, in a weird way, is a topic of conversation now, and it actually is more of a big deal than it was last week or, you know, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I guess. And so I think um, my only is just like, oh, I guess it's actually more relevant than we thought it was back then. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's actually, like, a topic of conversation that people are really, like, thinking about and influencers are looking into, and people are worried because they have no idea what's yeah. going to go on. So. And also, Vine was never used as the political tool versus tiktok and i think that's why tiktok is being targeted so people are just jumping ship to the next platform because they've i think that every platform vine even musically were shut down because they were either not seeing any growth or whatever the reason was but this time creators are being forced off of the platform due to fear or whatever it is yeah so that's interesting I mean, I think it's also just, this is going to sound weird. I don't know. It's maybe very off base. Maybe I'll make an amended note next week for this comment. But <laughs> I think, I think that politics Canceled. are, <laughs> oh my gosh, don't say it. It's going to become true. Back when Vine was more in the know, people were using it more. We were still a, pol- you know, in a political time period. But I don't think it was as political as it is now, just in that we did not have much divisiveness and there wasn't so many 
fringe groups. I mean, that's that maybe that's kind of controversial to say, but I don't know. I I stand by that statement at least right now, and I think that the reason that TikTok became so political is because I think anything that's social media now is going to be political because politics people are so being so affected by it right now, and things mm-hmm. are changing so quickly, and people are angry and upset, and it's totally their right to be <laughs> uh, to me. Um, I'm also angry and upset. And I just think that no matter what platform you go to nowadays, it's going to become political, how they live their life and how they're going about their business, especially because of everything that's happened with COVID and how it's being so affected by the by the government and, and obviously other things that are going on depending on your mm-hmm. state or your city. And I just think that no matter where you go, it's going to become political. So it kind of interested me to know how they would censure Byte if it does become kind of the new TikTok and then how that would really do anything especially because i mean if it's a u.s-based company would there be instead of banning it completely would there be like more of a fret of whatever kind of like the whole twitter debacle or would it be something different i don't know like but it's interesting to think about that or at least conceive of that just because tiktok is kind of i guess in danger of being banned which again i'm still very confused with how that is possible but (laughs) i guess there's some way to do it i don't even know i mean it's to me it's kind of that whole like honor system that i think about I'm changing this. And I think about with China, where I'm just like, you know, obviously you can, I mean, I think China is a little bit different, obviously, but you can ban things, but then also people, you know, just people just aren't going to try to use it, I guess. But I feel like TikTok is so used by so many people and people, especially like my age and younger and a little bit older too, like are, that's uh, such a big part of how they communicate on online that I'm just like, well, how can you ban that if that part of people's just like, and it's not harming them, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's hard to for me to understand how you would be able to do that. But at the same time, I also just feel like things are changing so fast right now that maybe it is possible. I just have no concept of it because it just hasn't happened in my lifetime. But maybe if someone was from like China, they'd be like, this is very easy to do. And I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> so, yeah. That's my two mm-hmm. cents. <laughs> so those are our amended notes. Some longer than others. <laughs> okay. Most of them just reflections of what we spoke of. <laughs> um, I mean, context. Context of now as opposed to when we recorded the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because we took a little little longer to upload that episode. So, <laughs> again, emotional exhaustion, emotional exhaustion. But we got it out there. This week we're going to talk about celebrity culture, but this episode is mostly going to emphasize celebrity culture in their act in like the activism, especially during COVID nineteen. So we're going to focus more so on things that have happened recently and maybe tie in some older um, experiences that have okay. happened among that have happened. My first reaction to the video was. What the fuck? <laughs> what like I was so baffled when I watched that video because what am I watching right now? Because I I remember watching the video out of context where it was just posted on Twitter and like I clicked yeah. on the video and I was like, um, why are these singing Imagine for? And then I you just I just had to like search up Imagine and then at that point it was also trending already, and mm-hmm. it turns out that they had made that video in support of all of us as a collective going through COVID-19 essentially and they thought that with this video they would sort of I don't know honestly like with this video they thought they were probably going to bless us with some sort of happiness or whatever whatever (laughs) it was that they were aiming to do I I don't really exactly understand the pro- thought process behind that whole project or quote unquote <laughs> project. Um, but when I read that, then I became angry because one, it was, of course, it was outrageous. Two, it was very performative, which leads me into one of my hot takes about celebrity culture and their activism during these times, which is that a lot of their activism is very performative and not only during COVID-19, but just throughout history. It's been very, well, maybe, maybe in like the seventies, eighties, they were a little bit more on the streets with the people 
like Jane Fonda, but like true. nowadays, like nobody's really yeah. down <laughs> unless they want to take yeah. like an Instagram picture, then they'll be on the streets. But other than that, and Jane Fonda, by the way, is still on the streets. Like, <laughs> yeah, she exactly. Fully her canceled. and Martin Sheen and like her her old co stars. Yeah, like she's yeah, down she for the fully, cause. Uh, I think she she postponed like her show, her Netflix show, Grace and Frankie. So that she could go and march on Washington with the and I was and she's really been arrested multiple times since. Oh yeah. yeah, like she's fully out there. Honestly, yeah, like, so she's, doing... she's always been down for it too. Like she's she, she, you know, she talks the talk and she also makes sure that she walks it too. She's out there, and not unlike these people who participated in this Imagine video who thought they did something who thought they changed the world and suddenly COVID was gone and we were not all unemployed and just left with Dying crippling of- depression and a recession <laughs> and um yeah instead of giving people money or giving or donating money to like food banks or donating food with all the shitload of money that they make off of one TV episode, they decided that the best way to contribute was to make an Imagine video. So, yeah, yeah, I was I was outraged at their performances, and I think one of one of the, <laughs> one of the snippets that really like made me angry was Sia, <laughs> like really flexing her vocal cords during the entire thing, and I was like, "Girl, like, what are you doing?" Like. <laughs> Like, one, these people do not have the range, so you look, like, out of place in this video. And then, two, I, I, I'm not watching this video to, like, listen to you guys sing. I just, it, it's not like I'm paying for a concert here. Like, I don't care if you can sing or not. Um, That's so true. Yeah. What were your thoughts? I was also, I don't even know, I know that when I saw it, there was no... It was not, like, attached to an article. Like, it was just randomly I saw mm-hmm. it. And it was, like, I thought that it was honestly a commercial. Like, truly, honestly. <laughs> like I commercial. was, like, oh, at the end it's going to be, you know, Red Cross. Like, you know what I mean? I thought it was going to be, like, a a thing to, like, be, like, oh, get eyes on it. Promote a specific charity or promote, like, a humanitarian effort. Yeah. And maybe, like, you know, obviously helping COVID. But also maybe it was going to be, like, promoting, like, something that was some organization that was helping so when i was like just over and it was like that was it i was so confused too because i was like is this not a commercial like i legitimately thought it was and so i was trying to follow the thread like okay is there something like maybe it's like and because i knew that it was on social media so i was like oh is it like maybe it's not in it but like maybe in the description it talks about you know um like this charity or it's like oh we'd we'd came together like, you know it has like you know just some a specific thing about oh this is why we're doing this or this is what yeah. this is and benefit of and when it just had nothing i was so at first obviously i was angry but more than that i was just like it really drew my attention to the fact that like during the time after covid really hit i don't want to say the world so i mean obviously it already hit china but hit america in the way that it did in march which i think you know was when people really got serious about it and it wasn't just that we were talking about it was actually a clear and present danger people were such in such a state of uh, anxiety and worry. And that was like when the college students were leaving campus and getting kicked out of dorms and like calling my parents to see how they were because they both work at colleges as well. Like it was such a time of everyone was so confused and I was confused more than anything. You know, like it was just, I was just scrambling. And I think one thing that really weirdly took me out of it and like really made me see it for like <laughs> just being very self serving was the fact that everyone that I knew no matter where they were in the country, was trying to get in touch with the people that they love, get in touch with loved ones, and also more than that, figure out their financial status just because of losing their jobs or having a very tense meeting with their boss where they really didn't know if they were going to get let go or not. And the fact that these people just had the time to sit in their very lusciously mm-hmm. groomed backyards or like their beautiful homes and then sing this song, for some reason that really got to me more than anything. And then people were like, oh, you know, it doesn't, nothing different, or this, this doesn't differentiate by wealth and whatever. And I mean, I that is, of course, obviously anyone can get COVID-19. I mean, I hope that you guys know that. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but you could be so insulated from the rest of the world by your wealth too and i've always known that and like seeing that especially during the time like this when everyone was so panicked was really really it rubbed me the wrong way obviously and it made me just like really cringe for them because i was like oh like they really don't see it like, they thought this was gonna like really help people or like 
provide some sort of comfort and it like did none of those things it did nothing for anyone and like i felt very <laughs> glad when i think they got what they just deserved because a lot of people kind of shouting you don't understand what it's like to go through with this yeah they got dragged very privileged to get the chance to make this little video in your homes that you have already paid off that you are comfortable in with your like family and stuff like that and you're like you know staff of 10 people or whatever and like you are very comfortable and like people are literally like losing their careers right now and like you really Mm -hmm. think this is gonna help instead of like actual money or support or help in the other humanitarian organization like this is what you think is actually gonna help with all those things like you are privileged so that's what i thought i guess and and then of course what followed was a lot of stupid shit (laughs) yeah so it kind of valued it kind of to me like it validated what i thought i was like oh they really are like maybe they don't know or maybe there was a miscalculation and everything else that happened after that was really like oh no they knew and they still know and don't know like how obnoxious it is all these things they're doing and like are still doing to this day so like (laughs) yeah yeah also not only were they dragged mercilessly on the internet by everybody and they were told like hey maybe you should learn from this and never do that again like take some time (laughs) off the internet and reflect in your giant mansion and come back to us later when you've you're done reflecting but instead they've gone on to do even more dumb shit (laughs) i know during this quarantine they do not Um, learn (laughs) yeah so to me that's (laughs) again that's baffling to me because it's like you had thousands or maybe even millions of people in your comment sections on all your accounts telling you hey this is wrong take it down and i think um whose person i think gal gadot was the one who initiated that project she did eventually take down yeah the video i think um there's actually this, <laughs> oh my this God. small snippet um so before she took down the video she started reposting regular people singing along to the imagine video so on her instagram um page and sort of being like hey you guys are like can join in too because you're like one of us like you know we're just like all regular people going through this oh no and someone trolling gal gadot sent in a clip of millie bobby brown singing (laughs) the imagine video when she was younger and she took a a clip from the her youtube video and sent it to her and she featured it on her story and that just shows how disconnected these people are from this world and they truly live in their own bubbles I'll and I thought that was way. so funny. It's such an easy thing to search too. That's like so funny that she was like, "Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, it's her!" Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, it it um, it's so in. It's very interesting and very confusing and very just infuriating to watch unfold. And but it's also, I think, in a lot of ways, it's a positive because I think a lot of people are kind of growing tired of celebrity culture and kind of realizing that it really has no real relevance or importance or doesn't actually contribute to society in a positive way because mm-hmm. because of that because a lot of the things that they do is performative and i mean <sighs> i don't i don't know if you saw this twitter post but sia again round 2 oh god <laughs> she posted <laughs> this tweet oh my god i just can't believe it happened um it was a tweet that said virus like someone like wrote out virus and then they crossed out the vir part and then it said us and then a heart next to it (laughs) oh god oh my god Get her off of when get her off I of the She that, used to have her account suspended. I suspended, screamed. I was like, this isn't real. Like, this cannot be real. Someone hacked her Twitter page and someone posted this to make her look even worse. It was real. She was like, we're gonna get through this together because we're us or something like that. I was like, you'll get through this because you have millions in your bank account. But like the rest of the little people 
are not. A lot of people are going <laughs> to suffer because of this. And um, we only got $1,200 checks in the bank account because in our bank accounts because the government doesn't believe that we deserve more. <laughs> um, but well, it's also just like, oh, God, it's just it's all a mess. <laughs> I mean, the system, the system, our government and the system is a mess, period. Oh, yeah, for sure. It needs to be said. Uh, and I just feel like this also shows, because some people are really like, oh, everything's really, I think people that really think that, oh, it's going to get, or, everything's going to be fine, you can recover, blah, 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 that, and don't understand the fact that, like, what people are literally currently actively going through, but also have gone through since March, like, it really shows also, like, just, like, the disconnect, too, that, like, they really don't get it. Like, some actors, I remember, were like, I don't get to go on and shoot my film this summer. Mm-hmm. And Very I'm like, tone deaf. But did the, but did the, did the check still clear? Oh, still got the money? Okay, well then, shut the hell up and, like, donate it to people that actually need it and stuff like that. Or even just the fact that, like, all of these uh, PPE loans came out to, like, all these private companies that have been making so much money. And, like, there's one today at, at some social, like, who, like, said that COVID-19 wasn't real and that she got it. <laughs> and then she got a PPE loan for her, like, personal brand slash, like, clothing company. And everyone was, why did she get money with people who have, you know, businesses that have been working for this long and that are really seriously hurting, you know, and, you know, aren't just startups, like, have been, you know, business for, like, t- more than 15 years, have still not gotten the PPE loan, are still getting a run around and stuff like that. And it's just, like, so unfair. And I think, for me, I guess also as well, and like I guess I know that she's getting dragged a lot right now, and I know that there's also a lot of investigating going on. So I mean, I guess it's not just unjust dragging, but Ellen DeGeneres is like very Ooh, in the spotlight yeah. for very bad reasons right now, and I think that obviously I she's know exposed. about her video where she, oof, she was exposed, girl. Um, she was crying in her mansion about being like alone and stuff oh yeah, like this that, is which, so like, hard okay, for that's, me. Oh man, and that was like that became like a really popular thing to film. It sounds so weird to say a mm-hmm. popular video to film around celebrities. So they'd be like, I'm just in my in my home alone, and I'm so sad, and like and like all this stuff, and like okay, we're all. I mean, everyone is, but also like, can you imagine like trying to like people that are trying to finish degrees right now, some of that that have like a house of eight people that they're trying to fit in and stuff like that, and they can't go out, and they have to stay, and they have all these things going on around them and stuff like that. This person's like in a very well and comfortably like you know a comfortable neighborhood a comfortable house um they have whatever they want they have people that are still working for them as assistants and stuff like that but for me the thing that also is really disconnect was that people like Ellen generous and the people other people that are in la when everything went down and covid19 happened a lot of those people just like fired their staff about any care in the world like they mm-hmm. were just like the ship's going down or whatever we don't know what's happening and stuff like that without any reassurance they were just like oh and like we can't pay you anymore Mm-hmm. And like that was kind of it, and they just didn't give relief to those people. And so, like when they turn their turn around, they're like, "Oh, but I feel bad for the people." And it's like, "Well, if you're not gonna help the people that you know and you see face to face every day, then why are you gonna help me, a face to face you don't know, who also needs help?" You know what I mean? Like it just seems very fake to me. And even if there is money involved in a donation stuff like that, I'm just like, you know, it's donate if you feel so compelled and i think that you should especially if you have money to give honestly but if it's like oh you're willing to donate to these you know this organization or the red cross or whatever but you're not willing to help the people on your production crew like Mm -hmm. that's just so i just don't understand that at all and i really don't think i can ever understand it because i'm just that it just seems so it also i mean it's it's upsetting but it's also just it's so it's really so tone deaf i guess yeah like they don't think that we'll know about it we don't they don't think that we'll hear about it but it's like you know people other than you also have a platform they also have a voice and they can speak out and i think that the topic of generous right now at least is that a lot of people from her staff are speaking out right now Mm -hmm. and i think that people not just her obviously but i think a lot of people that are in the business that have been in the business for a while that have a very comfortable place or a comfortable career really do think that when they speak, that's it. They don't have anyone else that can come up against them. And I think the fact that people are coming up against them right now is actually kind of, in a way, like, shocking them, which I think shows exactly, like, how out of touch they are. But I think it's also a good thing to be like, yeah, you're not the only person that had an experience like this. Like, people that have come in contact with you remember you. And, you know, and maybe, yeah, like, you have your own private life, whatever, like that. That doesn't preclude the fact that this happened and that happened and people can feel the way that they want to feel about you or whatever you've done to them. And their and their well being and stuff like that. And no one needs to. You're not gonna just be like the best person ever all the time. And you need to atone for the things that you've done. 
if you're not going to atone for them, then you should be taken to account for them. You're not precluded because you're a celebrity. You're not precluded because you did some nice things at one point. Like, that's not going to cut it. Like, if you were mean to people and if you treated people badly at your job and during work and whatever you do to make your millions, then, like, you deserve to be called out for it. And I I think we've reached a point where we need to start holding these celebrities accountable for their actions. Because I think, I mean, in a lot of ways, that Imagine video could be looked at or perceived as harmless. But even though it was like for them, it was fun to make. And it was just like, oh, like, let's just um, brighten people's days up or whatever that video meant to do. Um, It it was I think it was like the opposite. It just made people realize how unjust the systems are that are in place. Some people are going to benefit from it always. And they don't have to give a shit about you at all and they're going to be okay regardless um so yeah but i wanted to talk about like beyond i wanted to talk beyond the imagine video and what they've done since i (laughs) (laughs) i think after that they made another video i believe i didn't watch it fully because i was just not about it at that point um, but it was it was a video about <sighs> do you remember it it was like this one was like a like a good quality shot video was it the one about like black lives matter i think it or, may like, have been being anti-racist i think or something like that? oh yeah being anti-racist um i think so yeah so yeah celebrities went on to create another video about them <laughs> being anti-racist and not really going into how they were going to stop stop this but then just sort of again putting on another performance and like saying one word and then cutting to the next celebrity and then saying another word and then cutting to the next (laughs) celebrity and it was just like um so what's the message here because i'm not understanding but yeah they obviously didn't get that feedback (laughs) from the initial video that was posted and i think that even with all that's happening especially with the black lives matter i think that of course a lot of a lot of celebrities especially a lot of i think yeah i think a lot of celebrities are being called out for their anti-blackness in the past and are being held accountable and but regardless i think that it goes to show that their activism has always been performative because even with their apologies now, a lot of them is like, I'm sorry, I offended you. It's never like <laughs> the Lee, the Lee Michelle apology. <laughs> yeah. It's never them holding themselves accountable. It's more so like, I'm sorry I said that, or I'm sorry. It's more so I'm sorry that offended you instead of sorry that I offended you. I knew like, I now know that my actions were so-and-so and like sometimes like you just have to admit that you were wrong. And I think that these celebrities have so much, they have like a big problem without not being able to hold themselves accountable and like even when people are dragging them they still can't see it and i'm just like hello like right there (laughs) someone just called you a racist because you are a racist it's not because you offended one person it's because you offended a large group of people and and here are the receipts (laughs) exactly exactly even though there are receipts a lot of these celebrities are always oh no like you know that was me in the past or like i've learned from that i've grown from that but i'm sorry that offended you okay you can't say you've grown from that but then give a half-assed apology and i think that 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 along with like the imagine video kind of comes to show that they don't give a shit about us and um it it's it's just bringing to light a lot of a lot of the flaws that are kind of interwoven with celebrity culture and I think that as as people who read the news and especially as people who live in Los Angeles, we get to see this a lot firsthand and got, get to experience it a lot yeah. in like person because it's just the culture here in general because that's what they associate LA with. And I mean, even when you come to LAX, the first thing you're going to hear is probably Zed being like, welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or like jimmy yeah. kimmel i think too or jimmy fallon has it but um i also just think i mean i guess my big hot take is people are kind of talking like they're like also like joking about online like what if someone posted like, a video that they really wanted to get a lot of comments from and they just got like nothing from it like nobody saw it nobody like retweeted it like they got no comments like what people like really took away like the ability to like get them their power which is like you no know, by being viewed and by being seen as important enough to mm-hmm. be viewed and like i was kind of like you know what i think my hot take is that 
there's a lot of things to focus on right now and celebrities are just like not important like they should not be on the news mm-hmm. they should not be any updates like i remember even when and this is a while ago and this is kind of outside of what we're talking about currently but i remember like back when jennifer lawrence was in her heyday and she cut her hair and that was like a legit news headline and i was like why is this on the news <laughs> like this is not important i want to know about like what's happening in yemen like random yeah. but you know what i mean like i want to know about like things that are legitimately going to change the world exactly. not about this woman no offense this white woman that got a haircut like you know like good for her i guess but like this isn't important even at the time she was like why is this being reported on like why am i why am i a news piece when all i did was go to a hair like she was even like this is ridiculous and stuff and i think that like her like saying that like i think that more celebrities i think like don't i mean they've gotten so used to it that they don't even see it that way but i think that should be like same with the rest of us like oh why are we paying attention to that and like just today i opened my news tab and like the very first thing was um i don't know like something about Gwyneth paltrow's goop lab which i refuse to participate in because <laughs> of my hatred of both of those things goop and Gwyneth paltrow <laughs> but but like i have thought about this recently and i was like why is this lady at the top of my news feed all the time when i don't care mm-hmm. about her like legitimately like you know what i mean like even if i like i mean i don't think i would ever even in, in different dimensions i like, care about Gwyneth paltrow but like even if I cared, like, why when I turned to my newsfeed would this be at the top? Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be at the top because it, it's not in my likes. I don't like any of her articles yeah. about her. I've also unsubscribed from a lot of entertainment, like, news has. I mostly just have, like, just general, like, world news and then, of course, also national news. So, like, why is this? Like, why is she national news? Why is she international news? Like, why is she ever on the top of any list ever when she's, she and anyone else in that very specific privilege group are just like not that important and like they're very you know their day-to-day functions and their day-to-day like things should not be news unless it's specifically affecting politics uh like world events or specifically like something that's like a, a major shift in culture mm-hmm. but if it's not that like if it's not Bong jong hoo winning the oscars then i don't exactly. care and i'm sorry but that's how i feel <laughs> And that's my also like everything I know about Gwyneth has been against my will. Like I, I've never ever (laughs) clicked on an article thinking like I want to know this. Like today I want to know why (laughs) Gwyneth is trending. It's always been like because someone because it's either like trending or it's on the front page of the news um website. Do I really have to know this? But now it's ingrained in my mind because dude. Yes, I feel like the same way about, like, I mean, especially Gwyneth, 100%, but also, like, I, I read, my sister and I used to talk about this all the time, where, like, when someone, when the, when the news media slash, you know, publicist or whatever, or the, the machine that is the entertainment industry, try to push someone so hard, and it's, like, uncomfortable, because they just, like, aren't, they're just not doing anything for you. <laughs> and, like, that sounds horrible to say, but it's true, and, like, you can feel the push, and you're just like, why is this person why why are they what like you're just so like confused because you're just like i don't care but -hmm. also more than that like why is this person on my news why are they on the like i don't understand and like i feel that way about dakota johnson because i feel like sometimes i like go to youtube and for some reason her videos are recommended to me but i don't watch any of them but it's still this day like two years later and i by the way what like what in my search history like what makes them think that i am a huge Fifty Shades of Grey slash Dakota Johnson fan, like I don't know, but like every time I there's like a new thing that just try to push her so hard, and she was on all these covers, all these magazines, and nothing against her, like I mean maybe she's a good person, but I just don't care. Isn't like her dad famous, and her mom, um, Melanie. Oh, both of them. Okay. Well, Melanie, she's the granddaughter of Tippi Hedren, the daughter of Melanie Griffith, and then also the daughter of Don Johnson. Oh Jesus! And then Antonio okay. Banderas is her stepfather. Um, but like, I I just, but I don't care about this girl. I'm like, why, why do people want me to care about her so hard? Like, I don't understand. Like, is, does she care? Like, I don't know. I just don't know what it is anymore. And like, it's confuses me so much just because I don't know. And I don't know why it's part of our culture. I don't know. I will give her credit for this though. She called out Ellen on her show and she was, that was good. That was, that was an iconic moment and i was like okay <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a pass for that and she also i think she also called out jimmy kimmel and she told him like aren't you supposed to let me talk <laughs> yeah honestly that was a little bit when you called it ellen though that was a culture reset i'm not gonna lie i was like oh, oh for sure no wonder she's under investigation <laughs> like everyone everyone in the audience was like oh hold up like we all were like 
step back like uh-oh also like the like the like the fear i don't know what it was but it in ellen's eye when that happened she was like oh she like paused like her entire being just paused for that like those few seconds i literally was so surprised i like, hit the end of the show i was like, gonna cut this out i'm gonna cut this out i'm gonna cut this out oh and they i kept know it for in, sure. i feel I was, like, like ellen was like pissed i, was, like, I think they cut it in because like the first really it's gonna be, like really good ratings or whatever if you're gonna start tune in this week because of this thing i'm gonna see if whatever mm-hmm. and that's probably why they kept it in but i was surprised they kept it in because i think that like when that stuff happens usually they cut it out <laughs> so i was shocked yeah. they kept it in but um but i was thankful yeah. for, for ellen getting called out honestly like she she was the first of a long wave of a herd and like i also want to just announce just because i love this podcast so much my favorite murder mm-hmm. um she doesn't talk about it at all but karen kilgariff used to be a writer for Oh, she used to work. She used to work. Fairly, and then yeah. talks about how something happened, and then she like left. There's like been a lot of speculation, of course, ever since then, and how like kind of like what's known around town, and I guess or what's known around people in certain circles. And I've read about sometimes on like my favorite murder like fan pages. Is that like, yeah? Is that like uh? That's that's what that there was something else going on there. So Ellen's always been kind of mm. <laughs> always been sus. always, and it's so creepy how like her. What's her, um, be kind to everybody, her slogan? Oh, I think it is be kind. I thought it was just be kind or, or... Be kind or whatever. And the way that she says it at the end of every show, and, like, she's the least kind person, apparently. (laughs) It's so, I mean... And that's the thing about, that's the thing about celebrities, too, where they're very, um contradicting. They're very contradicting about the things that they say versus the things that they do. Yeah, um, they're so brands. I, yeah, exactly. And I, it's just like, it's all just such an illusion. And I think we have to stop giving them so much credit for the things that they do or like for posting one little black and white picture or one black square. <laughs> like that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean solidarity. That doesn't mean they care about you. That doesn't mean they're going to give you money when shit hits the fan. And that's obvious. Like COVID made that so obvious. And I think oh, that yeah. we need to stop worshiping them and thinking and also stop thinking that they're just like you and i because they're not they never will be and they may go out and buy smoothies and they may go out and like have feelings and like just want to walk around and that's cool but i think when it comes to politics and when it comes to um like the economic or relatability when it comes to like politics and like economics it's very different and it's there's just like a huge gap that you just cannot you cannot compare the regular working person especially the working class to just to like the celebrity who can get away with a lot and not really be held accountable for it and i think it's like time that we start holding these people accountable yeah i mean I mean, I think mine's kind of in the line with yours. They should not be the head of the news. I think Absolutely that not. they should really not be like, I should not know that much about Gwyneth Paltrow's freaking company if I don't want to. And it should not be <laughs> forced upon me as if I am my just like, will. <laughs> yes, as if I am like clockwork orange style, like held my eyes open, like strapped to a gurney. <laughs> like that should not be a thing that is existing in my everyday life. And I also just think that my bigger hot take is like not all activism has to be so pu- public it has to be so in the know it has to be so yeah. like you know in your face i mean this is very small i know that um lady gaga like actually like did a lot to like raise all this money especially once mm-hmm. everything kind of hit the fan with a lot of like um lgbtq clubs in new york city mm-hmm. which is like one that she kind of knows firsthand and stuff and that she was really like at the forefront and she never tweeted about it she never was like oh look at what i'm doing she just did it quietly and donated the money you know in her i think in her like you know personally not her you know stage name and did it and like moved on you know with her yeah. day and like and like even rihanna like as soon as everything happened with covid like she oh. very quickly was able to like she raise donated a lot millions she even donated she, she donated her own money that's the thing too i think that with a lot of these celebrities they ask their fans to contribute they're like hey guys here's a link make sure to donate <sighs> and if, hey how about you donate half of what you made on that project Dude, if we could talk about jeff bezos next time oh, <laughs> about amazon actually we can't even talk about it because we could get too heated we're gonna like get <laughs> freaking canceled for all of our language off air because people are gonna find us and they're gonna shut us down take us take us out and not for dinner um but but also i think going going off of the point that you just made about lady gaga i think that there are i wouldn't say good celebrities but there are good people like 
Lady Gaga and like I think um one person who I really admire right now is No Name. Um she's an artist, she's a singer yeah. and like what I really appreciate what she did and has been doing especially when it came to donating money to like bail bail bonds and like to funds during like the peak of protests. I mean of course they're still happening and we should still be donating if we can, but she um called out her her counterparts whom she knew have just as much money as she can and she was like hey man like if you have the money to do it and you're a blue check on twitter try to match the amount of money i've just donated like don't put this on the people only um and i think that there should be not only accountability from us but accountability amongst themselves and i think but i think it's really hard for them i don't know why i don't know why (laughs) I don't think it's even that difficult. I think it just requires a level of empathy that maybe they don't yeah. have to experience. They don't have to deal with a lot in everyday life, especially because I think a lot of American exceptionalism, especially like within like kind of the wealth sector, comes into like account. People are kind of like, "Oh, I got here on my own, and no one else. I don't owe anything any, mm-hmm. any anybody anything, and I'm on my own out here and stuff like that and whatever. And like, I never got anywhere. I, no one never did anything for me and stuff, and all of that kind of I think comes together to make them a lot less empathetic maybe your regular person which i think we should also not excuse yeah for sure <laughs> for sure yeah but that's it people are trash you guys people yeah, clear them. people are trash we're trash <laughs> celebrities are trash if steer clip everybody i know everybody stay inside this world is trash. <laughs> we are just like a big heap of trash <laughs> on fire all the time constantly but every now and again when you can become less trash and like help people out do it yeah for sure do it help be kind to one another <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna take over her show for I her know. now you're the next the new face like we need someone young and just like bursting of energy like a new the host on the ellen show <laughs> she's gonna come after you next man. i know <laughs> Jeff Bezos and her are going to come after you. They're going to get together and they're going to have their agents come after you in the dark of the night. Um, and I'll just be like, I don't know. I She just, she made me talk about this. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> All right. Bye, you guys. Oh, uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> you were just saying bye. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you always mentioned it earlier on the episode. I didn't okay. even realize you um, mentioned it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at hottakespodcst. And let us know what brought you joy this week. Um, And let us know if you have any hot takes on celebrity culture, especially during these trying times. And if they piss you (laughs) off or if you don't see anything wrong with it. um, Just we would love to hear from you. And yeah, that's that's it. And I know that I know that like celebrity culture is like a big topic. So we could possibly do another another episode around it to call them out on their shit you know (laughs) but who knows that's it for right now at least (laughs) (laughs) all right have a good week you guys bye